Hello, Podlers. Thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. It's the one that features rock royalty in the shape of Dave Grohl. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. These are the days I know, I know. know. These are the days I know. Enjoy the show. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Coming up to quarter past six on your Tuesday morning. It is very nice to be back. Matt Dyson, Emma Jones, Glenmore, good to see you guys. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Uh, Matt, how's your time off? It was very relaxing. Obviously, I didn't get up to much no. due to lockdown. But, in uh, the worst planned um, long weekend off from work in history, <laughs> yeah, uh, Matt yeah. and I took a Friday and a Monday off, uh, the first in the, the new lockdown. Yeah. So you just bounced around at home a little bit? Yeah, I took the kids to school, picked the kids up from school. It was nice. It was nice and yeah. relaxing. You know, I had some sleep. It was lovely. I took Evie to the park. That's kind of what I did yeah, as well, yeah. which is lovely. But it's great to be back. Uh, now, of course, I want to say thanks to Ben Burrell for sitting in the big chair. I said to him, have a great show, but whatever you do, don't you dare give away any mugs. He went, all right, chill out, I won't. I won't has he got his own mugs? Has he got his of course own mugs? he hasn't got any mugs. Uh, He'll get them, but he'll get there yeah. one day. But yeah, he's yeah, got the plain white and he just writes <laughs> Ben. <laughs> like the N on backwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Toy Story. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we do have your first chance in a wee while to get your hands on a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug. And we're doing things slightly differently today because today is one of the biggest days in the Absolute Radio calendar. It is the day that we get some Dave on Dave action. Yes, coming up just after eight via Zoom, Foo Fighters frontman, Nirvana drummer, Dave Grohl is going to be my guest on the show this morning. So to celebrate that fact, we've cobbled together a little clip of every scream the Foo Fighters have ever done. Who wants to hear what that sounds like? Okay, it's it's a Dave Grohl scream montage. Spoiler, that's all the interview's going to be. Then <laughs> <laughs> he's going to do I He just kept making him jump. <laughs> can I make Dave Grohl jump? That's a, that's a nice thing to see if I can do at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday. Uh, so, there we go. So, with that ringing in our ears, literally, according to an interview he did with the NME back in 1997, what is Dave Grohl's favourite cuisine? What is Dave Grohl's favourite cuisine? 81215. Include your name and your answer. Send it to 81215. So here we go. It is time to give away a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug. And in a breakfast show first, online one, we have Nick who is hoping he gets the answer to the question right because he already owned a breakfast show mug and smashed it to a thousand tiny pieces. Good morning, Nick. Morning, Dave. How are you doing, sir? Very good, thanks for asking. How are you today? Yeah, not not too bad. A bit freaked out by the pitch black outside now. I don't like these early starts, that's for sure. It is freaky times, my friend. Freaky times in more ways than one. So let's get down to the details of this, Nick. You won yourself a breakfast show mug. Very difficult things to come by, and yet you broke it. How did you break it, Nick? Oh, to my mortal shame. um, As you say, I was fortunate fortunate enough to win a mug a few years back. Um, Went to your show at the Palladium, as it happens, or the, the Absolute Comedy Festival, 
Um, and let's just say enthusiasm got the better of us over the course of the night. And on the way home, the mug slipped from my grasp. Um, alcohol numbed butterfingers and smashed into a thousand pieces on a Piccadilly line platform somewhere. <laughs> you slipped out of what somewhere? <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of China fragments somewhere on Osterley Station. Oh, oh wow. it was you were outside with it. Wow. Okay. Oh, so alcohol numbed butterfingers is a good name for the podcast. <laughs> not going to lie. Um, so let's try and replace it for you, shall we? According to an interview, Dave Grohl, who's going to be on the breakfast show just after eight a.m. this morning, I could not be more excited about that. But he did an interview in 1997 with the Enemy. What's his favourite cuisine? It is a British cuisine, I suppose, traditionally. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing how a man with such impeccable musical taste can have such appalling food taste, but um, it's bangers and beans. It is bangers and beans. Dave said, I swear to God on my life, that is my favourite meal in the world. I could eat it seven times a day for the rest of my life. I'm not even joking. Everything else is, and then an expletive. He's not talking about the sausages and beans that come together in a can, though, surely. Those are great. Those are great. It's a ten of eight beans, and occasionally a surprise. Oh, she sure. just opened one on stage. Nick, great having you on the show. You've won yourself another mug. Take care of this one and drink responsibly. Oh, thank you, Dave. And look, Mr. Grohl, a genius, uh, even if he does, even if he's partial to the devil's own food stuff and <laughs> Nick, I will pass on your thoughts on his choice of cuisine just after eight when he joins me on the show. on your Tuesday morning, coming up at 8am, the moment that we've all been waiting for, the moment that the social media team at Absolute Radio decided to call Hot Dave on Dave Action, (laughs) which didn't sit very comfortably with me on my long weekend off, but I'm Mm. pleased to say, that aside, (laughs) Dave Grohl, Foo Fighters frontman extraordinaire, is on the show just after 8. And right now, well, as promised, we hand over to Matt Dyson for the social ammunition. Matt, What's going on? Uh, let's start off with uh, the action hero of epidemiology, Jonathan Van Tam, uh, who was uh, speaking at the latest briefing yesterday with a strangely specific footballing analogy about the fight against COVID. He said, uh, it's the playoff final and it's gone to penalties. We've stepped up and scored the first one. It doesn't mean we've won the cup, but it shows the keeper can be beaten. That's basically where we're at in the fight against COVID. So he's saying that the only way to beat this worldwide pandemic is Clive Mendonca. Yes, that's Got what it. he's saying. Got yeah, it, okay. yeah, pretty much. Because that, Yeah, that was in the famous Charlton <laughs> Sunderland playoff, playoff yeah. final. Yeah, of course. And that went to penalties. It did, yeah. It did indeed. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, that's the answer. Mendonca Mend- is the answer. Let's get him down from Sunderland where he works in a car factory nowadays, doesn't he, I believe? I believe so, Let's yeah. get Very him nice down man. and let's get him involved in the fight against COVID. Let's get him in the main vein. Yeah, but just very strange that um, talking about um, uh, uh, it being like a penalty shootout and uh, just showing that you can beat the keeper. Uh, some some wag on Twitter pointed out that our next four takers in the battle against COVID, uh, Adam Ola Luckman, Gareth Southgate, Chris <laughs> Waddle and Roberto Baggio. <laughs> <laughs> so not looking particularly great. I know that you left Stuart Pearce off that list, now he's your best friend from rock hey, and roll well, football. He redeemed himself, of <laughs> course, in the Euro, Euro 96. Uh, um, elsewhere, staying with football, the uh, Hollywoodization of Wrexham is about to happen. This was this has been around for a while, this, oh, yeah. this story 
story about Ryan Reynolds buying Wrexham. I thought it was a joke to start with. Yeah. Uh, he initially started off talking about Wrexham when two two women from Wrexham were tweeting him saying, do you want to come and take part in a life drawing class in Wrexham? And he replied saying, yeah, I'm up for that. And suddenly then he got massively involved in Wrexham. Right. And everything to do with Wrexham. Well, good for Wrexham. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, and then he said, I'm going to buy Wrexham, the football club. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, That's in just so Irish. horribly out of control, <laughs> isn't it? I own also, you now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those two women, it's like you're coming on a bit strong, right? It's like we're having some yeah. light high banter. Yeah. We'd had a beverage, you know. Yeah. We got in touch and now you've suddenly we bought didn't us. Want this. Yeah, we just wanted you to come along to a drawing class. <laughs> yeah. But this has gone too far. Back off, Ryan. But now he's had uh, him and uh, Rob McElhenney uh, are buying the club and they they say they're going to turn it into one of the best teams in the world Here, here's Ryan Reynolds talking about it um, our hope is that we can um, you know help Wrexham become a global uh, a global force not just a not just one that's uh, uh, you know unique to the town of Wrexham so they're going to invest loads of money in it. It's all their money. They're going to be at the race course ground whenever they can. They say that people are going to get sick of them. And they're going to turn them from a National League team into a global force. And, of course, the documentary is already in the back. No, it's, it's not. Sounds, really. Yeah, yeah, he said they're documenting it. So it sounds like there's a Netflix-style documentary coming following their fortunes, which will be great to watch. This it. sounds like a, a, a... Now, this isn't to be harsh on them. And, obviously, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney are very, very wealthy people, but I feel like they're not rich enough. No, I know. Do you yeah. feel like you have to be a billionaire? Yeah, you have to well, own a club. Bottomless I was, pockets. You're right. I, yeah. I was saying to Matt that I don't think he's just Hollywood money anymore, Ryan. I think he sold a spirits brand for yes. like half a billion uh, dollars. Okay. Okay. Had a gin company, it. I think. Yeah, was it yeah. gin? Right, so he's got He's got that he's kind got of money. Like, he's got yeah. ridiculous money to spend. So and this is what he's doing with it. He's buying still, Wrexham. I mean, be careful what you wish for. That also, answer. from a journalist point, sorry to talk across you, Matt, but any time, if they do, and I hope Wrexham do really well, but any time they lose to, like, Hartlepool, Blackpool, Deadpool, <laughs> they're writing right themselves, <laughs> aren't yeah, they? Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, why would you do that with your money? Because you, you initially, you eventually get grief. You've seen it at Charlton with all the different owners. Cool. Forest had loads of loads of trying to get out of the championship for 20 years we can't do it no matter how much money you plough in mm. it doesn't guarantee you become a success and eventually the fans turn against you yeah. I don't know what they get yeah, into yeah so what if I turn my hobby into something where yeah. everyone hates me <laughs> <laughs> and we've already seen Green Lantern so you know it's guaranteed that, that is going to happen but um, yeah I mean it's ridiculous I, I don't know where it's going to end if there's going to be if this is the first of a, a spate of film stars investing in football clubs I'm not sure but uh, the documentary sounds like it could be interesting I, I think um I'm starting to wonder whether the documentary was planned before they decided to buy. Which came first? Was it the documentary pitch or the plan to buy the okay. club? Because it's like with the Amazon documentary in Spurs. Like, I feel like they got Jose in when they knew they had the Amazon documentary following them, and that was box office. They did, if they'd have got Sam Allardyce for the rest of the season when they were in trouble, it wouldn't have been quite as, uh, quite as big a hit. They could have sold it to Channel 5. <laughs> yeah. it, wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been quite as big a hit, would it? So I'm just questioning okay. what's going on I here. I see what you might I'm not sure it's a good idea. Uh, is this just for a Netflix documentary? I worry about the people of Wrexham, Dave. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, you might not be talking about this later. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But I've saved, I might have saved you some data. Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix Trade Pro. If you need something urgently, remember we're always here for you at wix.co.uk. Always cheaper with Wix Trade Pro. 
12 minutes past seven on your Tuesday morning. Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where real music matters, which is why I'm thrilled to say in under an hour's time on the show via Zoom, Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl. But ahead of that, I want to ask you a question. What does everybody love that you're just not that fussed about? 8 to 12, 15. And this has launched from the pad that is my own life and how I, relatively speaking, am nonplussed by new things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Sarah Jane is like Gollum. She's like, precious, <laughs> precious new things. So, um, and it's manifested itself over the last few days with the fact that Sarah Jane twisted my arm and persuaded me to get the new iPhone 12. Right. She said, you never update your phone. To the point where, Glenn, I heard that horrible story of you having your phone stolen on the show yesterday. Oh, thank you for your sympathies. Out, out of your hand. It happened to me once. I was, walking down this, I was walking down Great Portland Street in London, just off Oxford Street, and a, a guy on a bicycle, a tow rag, uh, stole my phone out of my hand. I was sending a text. And uh, my phone, which is Sarah Jane's point, was so old that he just threw it back down on the table <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and cycled away. Oh, it's wow. a true story, Not right? So I picked Thanks. it up and just finished the text like while shaking my fist. Um, like Dennis the Menace's neighbour. Um, but, but do be careful with your phones. Um, so anyway, she said, like, get a new phone. She said, because it's part of your working life. You know, you're doing a lot more stuff on Instagram. Plus, you can take some beautiful pictures of Evie for Dad Pod and stuff with that great camera. And I was like, OK, sold. So we got it. It arrived in a box and I put it on the sideboard in the front room and guess how long and honestly it was you could see it it was palpable in the room it was the new apple device which is apple elephant in the room yeah, it was yeah. sat there on the sideboard and sarah jane was like clawing at herself <laughs> well why don't you just open it now i'm going oh no 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 it's fine i'm gonna have a little game of fifa if evie's having a nap that's yeah. just eight days oh. i managed not to open oh, it that that's boy. no cruelty <laughs> yeah. that's torture yeah. Yeah. Any, if there's a present or anything like that and someone doesn't open it that should be illegal yeah. I, I, there was a guy i knew at uni he used to and this i don't know why this bothers you much we if if you cheersed her a drink she cheers and then she just put the drink back uh, down. Yeah. It's like, you've got to drink, you've got to drink that. Oh, Otherwise, it's really stressing me out. Yeah. 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 Now, you know, those kind of social cues, I'm all on board with those, Glenn, I promise you. But I'm just kind of reluctantly nonplussed. Yeah, I, I can show that. real restraint, and I am not famous yeah. as a person who's shown restraint in various <laughs> I find parts I do this life. more and more the older I get. I had a pair of new trainers, box fresh. For about three months, mm. I didn't. I didn't wear them. I just thought, no, I'll just save them. Yeah. There, I would have just opened them. the phone. Like if if Stefan leaves a bit of post on the side for too long, I'll just open it. <laughs> well, I'm like, just, <laughs> you can't just leave it there. It's sure, that's it. illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Lying <laughs> if my neighbours leave it on the doorstep, if yeah. they leave their post, I open theirs. <laughs> right, uh, Matt, you do that if your trainers though, because I know you like to film yourself on the gram licking the sole just to prove <laughs> that your trainers are, like you're on MTV Cribs. <laughs> you know me. Yeah. Um, so everybody loves it. I'm not that bothered. 8, 12, 15. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Everybody loves it. I'm not that bothered. That wasn't... I'm not talking about the brand new one by ACDC. (laughs) (laughs) Which we uh, we just played on Absolute Radio there on the main station. (laughs) Leonie would kill me if I said something like that. Uh, Stu says spaghetti bolognese. Everybody loves it. I'm not that bothered. Chicken, says Giles, Mm. adding it's rancid. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. Danny says that Noel Fitzpatrick fella from Supervet. Joining us right now on line one, we've got Steve. Good morning, Steve. Morning, Dave. How are you? Very good, man. Great having you on air. So everybody loves it. I'm not that bothered. What is it for you? Olives. Olives! Okay. What what is it about olives? You can't stand them. How would you describe an olive? 
Well, I've got a nickname for them. I, I call them Zombie Grapes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> zombie Grapes is a great name for the podcast. Carry on, please, Steve. buried a grape, if you buried a grape and <laughs> it somehow was resurrected by the dark arts some years later, that's what it would look like. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's Steve describing olives. No, carry on, Steve. Go ahead. You, you, know, you know when you're a kid and you're painting and you keep cleaning your brush in the water? And it goes that yeah. murky brown. Yeah, that, that's the colour of an olive. Uh, yeah, yeah. I suppose it is. It's yeah. really got it. What have olives ever done to you? <laughs> Actually, that's for a different show. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll speak to you real soon. Uh, keep them coming. We're going to do more of these this hour. Everybody loves it. Nah, I'm not that bothered. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Beat the leaves and the autumn clutter with our range of leaf blowers, power vacs, and chainsaws. Wix, let's do it right. 7.28 on your Tuesday morning, coming up in 30 minutes. Dave Grohl is going to be joining me on The Breakfast Show. But first, everybody loves it, but I'm not that bothered. What fits into that category for you? 8, 12, 15. Dave, Ikea meatballs. What's that all about? They taste worse than the old school dinners. <laughs> oh, it's part of the charm. Gogglebox. Can't comprehend why watching a TV programme about other people watching TV programmes is a thing. Uh, Dave, um, things people love but I'm not fussed about is the beach. Actually, I actively dislike being at the beach. And that's from Nathan from Saltburn by the Sea. Um, <laughs> everybody loves pulled pork, but I'm not that bothered, says Ellie on the Wirral. Mushrooms, says Stu in Bishop Stortford. Oh, yeah, I love a mushroom cooked in butter and garlic. Oh, good for you. I'll tell you what, why don't you throw them back in the dark, mouldy wood you got them from? Cos I ain't that bothered, adds Stu. <laughs> and finally from Victoria... Things everybody loves that I'm not bothered about is takeaway coffee. Four quid for a lukewarm coffee that's not even that good. No thanks, mama didn't raise no chump. Uh, thank you, Victoria. What a great way to end this. Um, 8, 12, 15, keep them coming. There's more on the way. The Dave Berry Ladies Breakfast and show. gentlemen, please take your seats. Broadcasting live from One Golden Square, it's the 2020 Reliability Awards, brought to you by Sky Broadband Superfast. Please welcome your host, Mr. David Berry. Well, you can see they don't fit right. Hello, hello, thank you, thank you. Uh, now, this week on the show, we're celebrating the most reliable people in your life for the 2020 Reliability Awards with Sky Broadband Superfast. 2020 hasn't been the greatest of years, that's for sure, but there's always a silver lining, a diamond in the rough, if you will. Uh, so, we've had to rely on all sorts of people and things this year. Our family, of course, our friends, our colleagues, post people, even our Wi-Fi. But there are also those who stand out. The people who are always there for you no matter what is going on. And that's why I've teamed up with the super reliable Sky Broadband Superfast to celebrate you. Head to absoluteradio.co.uk right now and tell us who the most reliable people in your life are and why they are so great and they could win an incredible prize. And this morning, we're celebrating the most reliable dad. Voice of God, who are the nominees, please? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show presents the 2020 Reliability Awards. The nominees for Most Reliable Dad are... Just In Case, Lee Nova, Paul Winrow... Adam Zappel. Oh, fine nominees. Each and every one of them deserving to win. 
the winner is Paul Winrow. Paul, congratulations. You've won the most reliable dad at the 2020 Reliability Awards with Sky Broadband Superfast. Thanks very much, Dave. <laughs> congratulations. Um, so you've got some incredible prizes. You've won yourself £1,000 in cash, Sky Q, free for a year with Sky Cinema and Sky Sports, an iPad, and, of course, you're going to get an engraved Reliability Award. Tell us how you're feeling right now, Paul. I'm over the moon, Dave. I couldn't think of anything... I can't thank you enough, and uh, I obviously can't thank my daughter enough for thinking that uh, and uh, putting me forward and nominating me for, for this award. Well, we can hear that Paul is choked up slightly, and who wouldn't be? To find out that your daughter thinks that much of you really is a special thing. So, um, Paul, do you know why Michelle put you forward for this award? Um, probably because, because of what I do, and, uh, but I'm just a dad and uh, I'll do anything for my children. So uh, I think I'm just doing what any dad should do. But uh, obviously she thinks that uh, I deserve an award for it as well, which is which makes me feel over the moon. Don't you dare make me cry on my own breakfast show. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, no, you've got something in your eye. Um, so she told us that you're always there at the drop of a hat as soon as possible. You help get the children to school. You walk the dog. You run us to hospital appointments. You fix the boiler. You do the shopping three times a week for elderly grandparents. There's nothing you won't do. That's what she told us, Paul. And that's why you've won the award. So congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, Paul, my final question. You've got £1,000 in cash. Times are tough for everybody. What are you going to do with it? Uh, I think there may be uh, a few extra gifts coming from uh, Father Christmas for, <laughs> for the grandchildren. <laughs> and, oh. then I think, and then I think it. Uh, I think I'll take my wife away for uh, a weekend somewhere once everything's open again. Well, that's just lovely. Looking after the family yet again, and that's why you're the award winner. Paul, thank you for tuning into the show. Send our love to Michelle and the entire family. We'll speak to you very soon. Thank you very much. Bye now. Cheers, Paul. Take care. And that was all thanks to Sky Broadband Superfast. If you've got someone who's super reliable in your life, head online right now, absoluteradio.co.uk. Give them a nomination. The 2020 Reliability Awards, brought to you by Sky Broadband Superfast. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Wix. Our top flooring and tiles offers are now on. Save across our range and pick up everything you need to complete the project. Wix, let's do it right. Good morning, you're tuned into the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. And as promised, it is time now for some Dave on Dave action. My guest this morning, speaking to us all via Zoom, is Mr. Dave Grohl. Good morning, Dave. Hi, Dave. How are you? Very good, man. It's so lovely to see you. Uh, so, Wait, have you have you ever heard the song? These are the days I know. I know. These are the days I know. These are the days I know. I know. Oh, I know. These are the days I know. I know. Yeah, search for it. I will definitely do that, Dave. Um, but first, of course, well, we need to talk about the pandemic and the challenge of being creative. Yeah, I mean, we started writing this music like almost two years ago, while we were still on the road knowing that this year was gonna be our 25th anniversary and it was gonna be our 10th record, we were gonna make 2020 like the year of the Foo Fighters. It was just gonna be touring and videos and documentaries and all these sort of celebratory anniversary things. And then in March, everything just stopped. I, I mean, we were like, the album was done, it was mixed, it was mastered. We had the t-shirts printed, we had the oh. 
tapes on the way to the pressing plant for the vinyl to be made, all the artwork, everything was done. And then we just stopped. And um, at first I was really nervous because I am creatively restless. I wake up every day with something new that I want to do, a new song, a new idea. And um, everyone just went their separate ways. And I was just sitting there like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, I'm not good at sitting on the couch. Like, I Well, can't. this is how you, you come across, Dave. We know you're, you know, you're a creative force <laughs> to be reckoned with. And it must have been so frustrating to have got all of those boxes ticked that you've just been through as far as the big year of the foos goes. And then yeah. it's over. How do you begin to handle something like that? Because then suddenly you're just on the couch watching TV. I didn't really want to make any music because I just finished making a record that we worked on for months and months, which I thought was the best thing we'd ever done. So I'm like, I'm not going to just go in and start writing more songs. But what I've found is that in the last six or seven months, I started getting emails from all these different musicians that are doing the same thing. They're sitting at home and they're creatively restless, basically saying like, hey, Dave, I've been doing the same thing for years. I've been stuck in this one sort of creative lane for a long time. It's time to get weird. Do you want to do a side project? And so people, <laughs> you, would, people you would never expect. And we're like remotely recording with each other and send, I'm sending drum tracks and they're sending guitar tracks. And uh, you know I'm playing on stuff here in my own studio and then sending it back. So I think that this period, this like, you know, this period of quarantine or lockdown or whatever it is, I think that that's going to, the result in six or seven months will be a, a wave of new music that's just weird. Right. <laughs> it's just a bunch okay. of people with nothing else so to do. So because all of these genius musicians have been kind of, they've been captured, the, the things are gonna leak, cracks have started to happen, the juices have started to flow out. And yeah. it's just been, it's been crazy. Who's on well, that list, Dave? Can you divulge any names to me? I know. No, no, no. I don't want to say You're waving. No, yet. okay. But it's people that you wouldn't expect me to jam with. So it's kind of oh, cool. Oh, wow. But you know, one of the, that's the thing is that, you know, as we were waiting to put out the record, about once a month, we'd have a meeting and we'd say, okay, is it time? Nah, it's not time yet. Okay, is it time? No, nah, it's not time yet. And we'd start, and then I finally got to the point where I was like, you know, this music is, it, it was made to be heard. I mean, it was made to be heard in a festival or a stadium yeah. so people could dance around and sing along to it. Mm -hmm. But the fact that that we make this music for people to sing along to, that could be a bottle of wine in your kitchen on a Saturday night, which is probably what it's going to be for the time being. So, you know, to me, it was like, all right, well, you know, we just got to we got to bring the joy and bring the happiness and get it out there in the world. Um, but you ultimately what you do is in this weird time, you have to there's no such thing as normal. You have to find the new normal. So you have mm -hmm. to find ways to do stuff within all of these restrictions um, to keep going. Cause you can't just stop and wait, cause that's not gonna happen. So you gotta find ways to do it, ways that you've never done before, just be creative and come up, whether it's making a lasagna or doing a live performance in a club with nobody there, you just have to think yeah. of ways to do it, to keep on bringing happiness. I, I put up a, a wall of grass in a downstairs balcony area that I've got in the house. That was, that was what I achieved. Nice. Well, my wife was very happy. She loves it, Dave. Okay, wait right there, because we need to talk about the brand new Foo Fighters album, Medicine at Midnight. And right now, if you're listening on Absolute Radio, here is the brand new track taken from it. This is Shame Shame. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.
You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. And my guest this morning is Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl. And if you're listening on Absolute Radio, you've just heard the brand new one by the band named Shame Shame. It's the new single taken from the forthcoming album, Medicine at Midnight. So, Dave, on this anniversary year for the Foos, it must feel so good for your fans to finally hear some new music. Yeah, I mean, no, of course, nobody expected any of this to happen. And we had these all these beautiful plans to have this year be the biggest year of the band's life. But that's not really why we do it. You know, I mean, I think that all of us as musicians, we make music because there's this pull in our hearts that... You, know, you wake up and you see an instrument, and you just want to pick it up and and play. And that's, you know, that's the way it was when you were 10 or 11 years old. That's the way I am when I'm 51 now. And so it's like, you know, it's just this intrinsic desire or need to just create and play. It's just kind of what you do, or it's what we do. So knowing that there is some, you know, we're not just sitting around sitting on this album that we love knowing that we can actually deliver it to people now is it's just a huge release. It's a huge relief for us to be able to share it because that's, it's, it's a big part of why we do it. I want you, you know, I want you to enjoy the record. I want you to sing along with it. I want it to be in your car. I want it to be on stage. I want it to be in a festival, but ultimately I just want you to hear this song so that maybe like, you know, we connect with our audience through our music. That's it. Well, that's going to be wonderful for the fans to hear on the show, Dave. It really is. Uh, and with that ringing in our ears, I'd like to take uh, some time to do a little thing I do with some of my favourite people, those who have a rich and wonderful back catalogue. I'm going to take some of your songs and I'm going to crowbar a hard-hitting journalistic question to the title. Are you ready for this? Okay. Always ready. Long Road to Ruin. Describe one of the biggest nights out the band have ever had in just four words. <laughs> Be careful of Iceland. <laughs> okay, um, nice. Monkey wrench. What is your weapon of choice in the event of a zombie apocalypse? My cutting sense of humor. <laughs> a breakout. You're in prison. Who's the ideal cellmate for you? For me personally? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh... I only get to pick one. Yeah, uh, you can have two cellmates. You're Dave Grohl. Got, got, there's I a three-person cell. Yeah, have two. Wham. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. White limo. What's the worst car you've ever owned? Um, Everyone remembers their worst car, as the old saying goes. I hate to say it. A Tesla. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, the thing, it's like, if something goes wrong with a Tesla, it's like trying to repair a satellite. There's just nothing you can do. You the can't, people you know, on the International Space Station need to come back down to Earth yeah, to help you out. You can't, you can't change the oil. You can't, you know, even if you, if you want to change a, a spare tire on that thing, you have to call, you know, Elon Musk. It's insane. That thing is, every other car I've ever had, I could sort of figure it out. This one, right. I'm lost. Um, the Pretender. Can you do an impression of anybody? I can do impressions of, of a lot of people. Um, oh, but okay. I think the one that I'm most known for is Christopher Walken. Oh, because let's have you, yeah, Christopher. everybody loves Christopher Walken. We yeah. were we were on Saturday Night Live with him one time, and he asked, he had to introduce us, and he asked if the accent was on Foo 
or fighters. And being a huge fan, I knew how he was going to say it. So I said, I said, oh, the accent's on, on fighters. So that night he went, ladies and gentlemen, foo fighters. So that's, yeah. That's very, very good. Um, okay, wait right there. I've got some more hard-hitting journalistic questions for you. It's coming up next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Tuesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I am joined by Dave Grohl. Dave, I don't get to spend a lot of time in your company very often, um, which is a real shame. Uh, and I've, I have a long burning question to ask you based on an interview that you did where, as always, you came across brilliantly in a magazine that I was reading whilst on holiday a couple of years ago. And for various <laughs> reasons, because life gets in the way of laying on a beach reading magazine interviews with Dave Grohl, I never got to the end. But I got uh, to the point where you had asked your wife for your birthday for a super duper barbecue that was all you wanted was this top of the range barbecue did yes. you get the barbecue that christmas morning oh was it christmas okay it was christmas we exchanged all of our presents and i was i knew she was going to get it for me because i've been talking about it for like months and months this is the one i want this is the thing this is the best one this is going to be amazing so the very last present she said okay here's your present and she hands me this envelope and i'm like yes it's it i got it i open up the envelope and it was one of those japanese toilets that sprays your bum and dries it <laughs> what did you are you shown any desire to have one of those you Never. can't grill anything on a japanese toilet dave and every man knows japanese toilets <laughs> are for women <laughs> because of that jet stream that they have <laughs> yeah yeah okay okay i got you um thank you for clearing that one up um, you're welcome david it's been wonderful spending some time in your company uh well it always is and speaking as a fan and obviously we have mil literally millions of fans listening to the show every morning and we play lots of your music and to hear you you talk so excitedly about the fact that the fans are going to get to hear it and i can't wait for them to get to hear it you know with you guys live again and as i say um we've got the brand new single out now and we've got medicine at midnight which is on its way in february 2021 uh love to the rest of the band uh, love to the family, and thank you very much indeed for your time, Dave Grohl. It's great to see you. I hope to see you soon, sooner yeah, than later. Yeah, nice one, man. See you very soon. Take care. All right, That's brother. Cheers, Bye, Dave. see you. Take care. Stay safe. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Tuesday morning, and after a long weekend off, I thought when I'm back on air, the two things I really want to do. Firstly, I want to interview a rock god in the shape of Dave Grohl, Tick. Uh, thank you for all your nice comments, by the way. Uh, you can have a little listen again in the free Absolute Radio app or on our YouTube channel. And the other thing I want to do is wordplay. And so we're bringing you the Daily Smash earlier than normally billed. And it comes inspired by a story Matt told us all in the social ammunition at around 6.30 this morning, that it has become a reality. After a couple of years of murmurings and rumours, Ryan Reynolds, yes, the Ryan Reynolds, is buying Wrexham Football Club. Um, our hope is that we can, um, you know, help Wrexham become a global uh, a global force, not just a, not just one that's, uh, uh, you know, unique to the town of Wrexham. Good luck, Ryan. And so with that ringing in our ears, we are smashing together movies, anything to do with the world of film, versus lower league football clubs. 
So that's any football club name, not players and stuff. Let's not get too niche. (laughs) Below what we call the top flight. And to give you a rough idea, well, I've got Tilda Swindon. Oh, very nice. I had to have Charlton Heston. Of course. I've got got a triple whammy here. I've got Natalie Portsmouth, star of Blackpool Swansea. um, And I've got No Country for Oldham. Um, Nice. What have you got, Matt? Uh, Romancing the Wealdstone. (laughs) Shallow Halifax Town. And two classic uh, lower league Scottish team. Uh, Easter Bugs Life 5, 4 Far and Away 4. Wow! <laughs> Very good. Emma Jones. Stokeback Mountain. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. It's downhill from here. Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Bristol Skull. Okay, yeah. yeah. I know, yeah. that's great. One crew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh, that's oh, the best nice. selection we've had in a while. Very good. Glenmore. Uh, single White Port Vale. <laughs> uh, on Oldham Pond. And uh, Clyde's Maids. <laughs> So it's movies versus lower league football club names. 8, 12, 15. Your first batch of suggestions are coming after the news and sport. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. 13 minutes past nine on your Tuesday morning, where just moments ago we bought you the Daily Smash. Today, inspired by Ryan Reynolds purchasing... Wrexham Football Club. Congratulations to Wrexham. So we're doing anything to do with movies and lower league football club names. 8, 12, 15. And we kick off with Paul, who went for Murder on the Leighton Orient Express. Nice. How about Huddersfield of Dreams from Sean? <laughs> Notts County for old men. Yay! Yeah. From Jay and Chard. Romancing the Maidstone from Ooh. Den. The Amity Yeovil Horror from Robin Old Hill. <laughs> and Look Cruise Talking yes. from Dad. Yes. Good work. Uh, Matt, how are the socials looking? Uh, on Twitter, Andy King has gone for Mill Wally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, t- t- two very different things in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mill Wall and that beautiful touching movie. <laughs> Alex Leem's gone for the Wolf of Walsall and oh, yes. Iron Man's Field Town. <laughs> uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kid amidst the Harriers. Yes! <laughs> Danny Hill, Accrington Stan Lee oh, from Larkin. Yes. And Carl has gone for Bristol City City Bang Bang. Excellent work. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed everybody who took the time to get involved. The Daily Smash will return to the breakfast show very soon. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And that's it for your Tuesday morning. Thank you very much indeed for tuning in. It's been great being back, hasn't it, Matt Dyson? It has been, yes. Uh, we come back in style as well, all thanks to Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl. What an open, interesting and funny interview for all you Foo Fighters fans and beyond. You can relive all of those moments across the Absolute Radio socials, on our YouTube channel or by downloading the daily podcast. Which shall either be named Alcohol-Numbed Butterfingers, <laughs> The Hollywoodization of Wrexham, Zombie Grapes, or I think we should probably go for this one, Dave Grohl's on the show. Oh, yeah, that's probably safe. <laughs> should we just call it Dave Grohl's yeah, on the show? when that- you have a rock god on the show, you might as well just make it clear. It's going to probably garner more downloads than Zombie Grapes. Yeah. Although on any other day, <laughs> Zombie Grapes would have been a clear winner, trust me. Now, know this. We're going to be back tomorrow at 6am. Stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.